This morning we're doing things a little bit, a little bit differently. Um, as Chris said, Brandon's not here this morning, and and what we're doing is, is a, a family prayer service. And so, for those of y'all who haven't been a part of that in the past, I just kind of wanted to intro it a little bit. And, and a lot of what we do here at Merge is geared around family. We believe the importance in. Um, in our relationship with Christ and with God, not just being about what happens on Sunday morning, um, but where we are most impacted, where God moves the most is, is in those moments throughout the week and the opportunities we have throughout the week with our families to instruct, to teach, to go on adventures together. And so this morning as we're all here together, again, like I said, I know it's a little different than than typical, but I, I hope um, that you'll take advantage of this opportunity um, with your family to to pray together as we go through what we're going to discuss this morning. Um, and I understand for some of us that may be a little difficult. I understand for some of us that might be a little uncomfortable. And I just I ask you to challenge yourself to step out. Um, to walk into that uncomfortableness and, and see how God moves and how He wants wants to move in the midst of that. And so, um, over the past three weeks, if you've been here with us, Brandon has kind of led us, we've been walking through some of the reasons we have to celebrate this time of year and working to build an anticipation and worship as we approach Christmas Day and what it is truly about and what we have to rejoice and celebrate for. We dove into God's Word each week. I loved how we got to see how God chose to do incredible things in incredible circumstances through the lives of everyday people just like us. And we discussed three specific promises that Jesus fulfills as told in the Gospels. And so this morning what I want to do is just let's take a moment to reflect. Let's take a moment together to reflect on those three promises, what they mean to us, and take some time to pray through those. And, and so the first, um, the first promise that we discuss is found in Matthew chapter 1. And... We enter as Joseph has found out that Mary is pregnant. He's planning to divorce her. And an angel of the Lord appears to Joseph. And in a dream, the angel begins sharing with him that all of this is from God. What's happening is from God. And so we pick up in verse 20 with the angel's words to Joseph. It says, Joseph, son of David... Do not fear to make Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And so the first uh, promise that Brandon shared about three weeks ago was that Jesus was sent to be a son who would save, who would save his people from all their sins. There was no other way then. There's no other way now. This was the only 
way. And Brandon, I, one of the things he, he said that I, I loved and I wanted to uh, share again for those of us that missed it, he said, the chief role of Christ is that He would bring glory to the Father by saving His people from their sins. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a moment and I would like you um, just to gather with your family around you. Um, maybe you're with you're not with your family, but you came with a close friend that's sitting by you. Um, and in, and if you're if you didn't come with family or friend, I don't expect you to to make yourself feel awkward by trying to jump in a group you're not you don't know. Uh, it's fine to, to pray alone in this moment too. But get together and and just take a moment to thank God for this. To go to Him in prayer as a, as a, a, a model of worship. And thank Him that God sent His only Son to save us from our sins. Such a, a, a huge thing that that apart from that we had no hope and that we get to celebrate and we each time this time of year every year we come back and celebrate and so I ask you uh, I'm going to give you a a minute or two to do that with your family and then um, I'll begin to pray as we lead into or to lead us into our next promise so go ahead and do that now Father, God, I, I thank You and we thank You that You sent Your Son for us that this time of year we, we get to refocus on the birth of Christ and that You sent Him to be our Savior. Father, we thank You for providing a way to make us right with You to write our relationship. Father, I'm so grateful. We are so grateful. Amen. The next week we journeyed into Luke chapter 2. And um, I think... This was a word that a lot of us needed. Um, it's almost like a blanket just to wrap around you and just sit in. There's been some, some great celebrations in this church lately, um, but there's also been, been some struggles. There's, there's been some difficult, difficult times too, and... Um, I think for those of us walking in that season, these may have been some of the most comforting words Brandon shared over the past month. In Luke chapter 2, we come across a scene very common in this time and in the culture. There's a, there's a group of men in a field during the night watching over their flocks of sheep. But in, in a common 
um, commonplace evening. Ever, nothing seemed out of the norm. God does something amazing. And we pick up in verse 8. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom He is pleased. Here we find the second promise that Jesus comes to be our peace. That we have a Savior who not only comes to save us, but to be our peace. In the midst of personal difficulty, He is our peace. In strife between one another, He is our peace. And most importantly, in the midst of a relationship with God the Father that was broken due to our sin, Jesus comes to provide peace. God the Father loves us deeply, more than we can understand, but He hates sin. And our sin put us at odds with God. Another quote from Brandon a couple of weeks ago. He said, The arrival of Jesus brought between man and God a lasting agreement of peace. So I'd like you to take another moment and thank God for the peace provided in Christ. And I understand this could look a lot of different ways for us. Some of us are in a really good place right now. And it's easy to find peace in Christ. And so a, a prayer of thanksgiving to God for that, that, that's not hard. For some of us, that peace may be harder to find. And so I ask you just to be honest in your prayer. God wants you to be honest with Him. And it's okay to tell Him, God, I know that peace is there, but I can't feel it right now and I need it. I want it. And then for a lot of us, we may be somewhere in the middle. So again, I just say, be honest with God. Open your heart up to God in this moment. Let Him know that you need to be able to feel that peace if you don't. And if you do, thank Him for it. Again, I'll give you guys a moment to pray and then I'll transition us to the next, to the third uh, promise with a prayer of my own. You may begin. Father, I come to You this morning and I thank You for the peace that we can find in Jesus Christ. That that. He came not only to provide the peace that we need as we go through the struggles of our life, God, but more importantly, to provide the peace we needed between us and You. That His life and His death provided what we needed 
for a relationship with you to be made right. And that that strife that was once there from our sin, that He washes all of that away. Father, we are so grateful for that. Last week we went back into Luke, but this time in chapter 1, and we saw the encounter between Mary and the angel Gabriel as Mary finds out God's plan for her. So in verse 30, as we start there, it says, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call His name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to Him the throne of His father David. And He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of His kingdom there will be no end. The third promise we see fulfilled in the Gospels is that Jesus comes to be our forever King. I think it's important to stress that Jesus doesn't come as an earthly king. He comes as a perfect and eternal king who provides not only our salvation, but our protection, our provision, and our purpose forever. And so one last time, I want you to take a moment to pray together. Join with your family and thank God for providing Jesus as our eternal King. That we have a perfect King, an eternal King in Christ. Father, come to You again and in thanksgiving that You answered the prophets of old, prophets of the Old Testament by providing a perfect and eternal King with the birth of Christ. God, that it wasn't a King that was anticipated. It wasn't what the people of the time thought was coming and what they were anxiously awaiting, God, but that it was something so much more. We recognize that far too often we take that for granted. That we recognize that because of our view of of earthly kingship, of fallen man trying to step into that role, that that sometimes our, our view of what a true king is is skewed. We recognize that we may not fully grasp the concept of a perfect King on this side of eternity, but we thank You that we have one. We thank You for the provisions provided through Christ. We're going to begin to wrap up and the the band's going to come back up. We're going to close out with one more song. 
But before we do that, there's a, there's a couple things that, that I, I have to say before getting off the stage. First is that, that one thing that I long for more than any is that, that this body of believers would become a family of prayer. That not only would we do what we just did and join together in praying with our families on a, a Sunday morning, but during the week we would do that with one another and that throughout our weeks that we would reach out to one another in prayer. That on a Sunday morning that we would see people joining together in prayer. The Word calls us to that, guys. And I believe with all my heart that when we become people of prayer, whether it's in rejoicing and worship and crying out for needs, whatever that may be, that God moves. And just standing up here this morning and hearing you, you all join together and praying to God, such a powerful moment. I um I would I would be making a huge mistake if I if I didn't mention that that maybe this morning as we sat here and we sing these songs and and we join together in prayer that that something's missing for you it, it's just not connecting and you feel like you know maybe something's not right I, I don't want know what it is and what I would ask you is, is have you made that decision to make Christ your Lord and Savior? Have you had that conversation with Him? And if not, um, during this last song, and as we wrap up, I'll, I'll be over here to the side, and um, a couple other mergers will join me over there. Um, just come over and grab one of us, and we would love to talk with you and discuss that with you and answer some questions you may have. Maybe you're just going through some, some difficult times and you just need somebody to pray with. Uh, again, we would love to join with you in that and, and pray for you or your family or, or whatever those needs are. I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to join together this morning in worship. You guys will please stand up. As we get ready to sing this song, I want a, a quick reminder that our desire this week is to love God by? Let's pray. Father, thank You so much for this morning. Thank You for the opportunity that we have to rejoice in the birth of Christ. And I just ask that as we sing this last song, as we lift this up to You and praise God, that You move, God, and that You grab our hearts and that You shake us, God. In your son's name we pray. Amen.